T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I like the idea if you don't love the idea of one of those three quarterbacks. If you aren't completely sold that one of those three guys, whoever falls to you at three isn't a face of the franchise type of player, then don't draft him. You have to love the player. Do not force it at the top of the draft. Get a premium player at a premium position that's not quarterback if you don't love that guy. And I should just make it very clear here too, you could potentially have fields for two years. If you acquire him soon enough, you could even potentially pick up his fifth year option. Now that's a lot of money. You're talking maybe 25-ish million dollars for a guy who's been very up and down over the course of his career. It's an option is all I'm saying. I don't hate it. Third round pick, you're sort of rolling the dice at that point in the draft anyway for a guy who has real upside at the most important position in the sport. Phil Perry last night on Early Edition. Second time we played that, and Mego and I were just discussing this off the air. Phil is, well, do they believe in Drake May? Do they believe in Jaden Daniels? If do you, don't have, you believe? If you don't have conviction, you've heard me say this a lot then you can't take a quarterback there, which I firmly believe in. Like, I don't think teams go, oh, great, there's three quarterbacks, we'll just take the third one. I think you have to believe in who you're taking and, like, envision that guy running your offense and the face of your franchise and being comfortable with him. I don't think they're happy with just any quarterback that falls to them. And that's not just the Patriots, that's any organization. But take a step back, listening to Phil. Who's they? (laughs) Like, who... Whose pick is it? Is it Mayo? Is it Wolf? Is it Grow? Is the offensive coordinator, maybe Nick Cayley or Josh McDaniels, are they going to have a say? Is it Jonathan? Is it Robin Glazer? Is Robert Kraft going to wake up one day and say, oh, you know what? I really like Jaden Daniels. Like, who is they? And what if they don't all agree? Like, all of those names I just mentioned, and there might be more for all I know, all those names don't agree. Who's making the pick? Who's in charge of it? And if you like a certain prospect, but half your building doesn't and half the building wants Justin Fields and the other half doesn't, who's breaking those ties? Like, I think that's an important thing to know. And we don't know the answer. It's it's more of a, you know, question that I'm asking. But that's an important thing to know. Because if your building split, someone's going to have to make the call on the third pick, on Justin Fields, on whomever, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins, whoever you want to bring up. And that's something that, uh, at least today, I don't think we spent a lot of time on. I know we've talked about that in the past. I still wonder all those things. Who's going to make the call? Because who's going to want to wear it if it doesn't go well? Because if it goes well, there's going to be five different guys who are trying to take credit for it going well. Either I developed him, or I got him the weapons, or I brought in Nick Kelly or someone else, and he has this whole scheme with the quarterback. Like, everybody will try to take 
take the credit for it, but who's going to wear it if it doesn't go well? Because you got a lot of guys who are going into their first rodeo and probably trying not to lose their jobs. That's why, like, when you hear, well, don't don't take the risk of going in the first round for one of these highly, highly, highly drafted position quarterbacks, like, I worry that they're not going to do that because they're risk-averse. Because it's the, they haven't been around before and they know that they'll lose this job if the quarterback doesn't turn out. So who is they? I just mentioned Jonathan Kraft's name. Arkham, what did you just drop in? So this is from Mike Reese. It is a, a segment of an email to the season ticket holders, which I haven't seen the whole email, but I have seen this tweet from Reese. And it says, part of Jonathan and Robert Kraft's email to the season ticket holders reads as follows. As we embark on this new era, we look forward to the most anticipated NFL draft of our tenure. The focus this offseason is to acquire the talent and leadership necessary to rebuild a culture committed to winning. Ouch. You excited? Ouch. Okay. Huh. Okay. Hmm. I'm sounds, looking, sounds like a quarterback. I'm looking for the football. It does, and it sounds like they're going to spend, but that's also a dig at Bill, isn't it? Definitely. As we embark on this new era, we look forward to the most anticipated NFL draft of our tenure. The focus this offseason is to acquire talent and leadership necessary to rebuild the culture committed to. So, like, that to me sounds like committed to winning. Is that what it said? It cut off here on my screen. Uh, committed to winning, yes. So, it's a dig at Bill. Like, we, Bill let all of this, you, you know, clean up his mess, fall apart yeah. and slip away. There's no talent here. There's no leadership so Mayo, I'm sure they're checking that box, although offensive coordinator would fit there as well. He does cite the draft and getting talent. Does that mean quarterback? I, I don't know. But to me, that next line in there uh, is similar to what Gerard Mayo said. We're going to burn cash. The focus this offseason is to acquire talent. So how do you do that? The number three pick? Duh. How else do you do it? You got to spend. And I, a bunch of coaches who've never coached before. And I, I, mis, I misrepresented that, Arkan. You, you said it properly, but I misrepresented it. It's not just Jonathan. It was Robert and Jonathan yes. uh, on this letter. So you make a, anything of that, Mego? Um, I mean, I, I don't put a lot of stock into it because they also promised season ticket holders at this time last year that there was going to be a much improved product on the field, and they couldn't deliver on okay, that. Now they've made huge changes. Some of the then. things they promised they did do, though, right? Like, you yeah. know. May they hinted very strongly at new Mayo. lighthouse, new no. video board. No, no they hinted no, very new strongly. Offensive coordinator. They hinted very strongly at Mayo. They hinted at an offensive like, coordinator, I and they think brought that gonna in. Spend? I do. I well, think that, that they're going to spend right. a lot in free agency. I don't know if they're going to spend smartly. I have no idea. We'll, we'll find out on that. But that—that's what I mean. Like when they—they they promised Mayo was going to be here, and he's here. He's the guy. They pretty much told you that a year ago. They promised they'd bring in a new offensive coordinator. They did. Now they didn't do a very good job with it. But they did. I, I think he's I think he's promising to spend. Now, uh, they might spend like idiots. What? What are you snickering at? Ryan just said, could it be they're going full throttle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it could be. I mean, this is, Mego, you said this the second Gerard Mayo said the burning piles of cash comment. You're like, I hope that's not their full throttle. And so I have no idea how smartly they'll spend it, how well they'll spend it, if they hit on players or not. I mean, that I don't know. But I feel confident between Mayo's comment and this line from Robert and Jonathan they're going to spend for the first time in a decade, just about uh, compared to the rest of the league. They're going to spend. Well, you mean the average, the not average, the 2021 the, free agency. Spend. There was one year in the last decade they spent. Yeah. Other, other so than it's that, they're 30, like they're 30 second in spending over the last 10 it's years. It's going to be another year like that. I wonder, do they expect then a winning record in this coming year? Because it's a tall task to go from four and 13 with all these people in their first lap in their, in their careers and a rookie quarterback to add into it if you're going that direction. 
Like, to, if they say that they're doing all of this change in the offseason to get back to winning, I mean, it's just very open-ended to me. Yeah, I mean, I think, was it two teams that went from last place to first last year? Uh, or last place, rather, to playoff teams? I think it was two. Cleveland did it. They went from seven wins to, what did Cleveland have this year? 11. 11. Mm-hmm. So that's a four-win improvement. Houston went from three to ten, off the top of my head. Was it ten? Uh, ten. And they, they, did, and seven. they and they won their division as well. That's two last-place teams in the AFC that went from worst to first. So look, Cleveland didn't win their division. I'm sorry, playoff teams, rather. Houston won their division. So when it comes to uh, turning it around, like I hear what Tom Curran's saying, and he's like, is it two years or is it four years? Well, it better be a lot closer to two. I think one's possible. It, it doesn't mean it will happen, but go out and spend, hit on some big-ticket free agents. You guys love Mayo, meaning the Crafts, and get your quarterback. Again, you say, like, hit on it, though. I, I can't get past what you started this hour with, which is who? Who's yeah. spending? Like, I know that it's coming out of I, the Crafts' pockets. Who do I think? The Crafts. who's executing the decisions? Jonathan. Who's making the number three pick? Jonathan. Who's going out and evaluating free agents? Robin Glazer. Yeah, that might be like Macro and Elliot Wolf, but the first two are Jonathan. See, I wonder more if Macro and Elliot Wolf are splitting those two. God dang it. <laughs> splitting those two jobs. One's going for free agents. One's more dedicated to the college level, working with those scouts to basically just handle the draft. Inside the Patriot, there are two wolves. They are. <laughs> one is scouting and one is drafting. So, Reese, can you tweet out the rest of the letter, please, or can someone do that? Can somebody give us the rest of the letter? Uh, we only have a little bit of the letter. I would like to read more of it. Uh, but that's the latest from Mike Reese, again, from Robert and Jonathan to season ticket holders. As we embark on this new era, we look forward to the most anticipated NFL draft of our tenure. The focus this offseason is to acquire the talent and leadership, shot at Bill, necessary to rebuild the culture committed to winning. Bill wasn't committed, and he wasn't a leader, and he sucked with all the talent that they had. That's what they're saying. Uh, meanwhile, you can vote in our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego. Do you want Justin Fields on this team? Should the Patriots trade for Justin Fields? Oh yeah, that thing. 617-779-7937. And remember when we asked this, who's making the call on that? Who's breaking ties? If Matt Groh wants one thing and Elliot Wolf wants the other, who steps in and says, this is what we're actually doing. Is it Mayo? Is it Jonathan? Is it Robin Glazer? Who's doing that? Arcan, real quick, you're in or out on the idea of trading for fields. I'm in. I'm, I'm into it. I think that it's one of the more attractive options out there. If it's Mac Jones, a rookie who I don't really like any of the rookies, or someone like Justin Fields who maybe isn't setting the world on fire in Chicago but definitely needs a change of scenery and has definitely improved every year. Uh, even, you know, with this year missing some games, his numbers did get better. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm into it. I'm into the idea. I like Justin Fields. Okay, your thoughts on the Patriots making a trade at quarterback. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I'll explain why. Coming up with your phone call, 617-779-7937. Your reaction to... Uh, Uh, That fraction, that small piece of the season ticket holders letter that Robert Kraft and Jonathan just wrote uh, to season ticket holders. And we're going to have a little bit of news here on Bill Belichick in trending. Uh, Atlanta wasn't the only job he was interested in. We can get your thoughts on that as well after trending with Ark. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Jones and Mako on WEEI. What do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching, um, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it, you know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um, you know, just thinking less and, you know, playing more. Justin Fields from back in September. That's something to consider with him. Like, is he going to throw coaching under the bus like he did in Chicago? Or does he need to be handled a certain way like Mac? Because I don't want that. I don't want that. And I'll tell you what, most people agree with Mego. You don't want to trade for Justin Fields. Uh, fewer agree with Arkan and myself in our big question of the day up now. Add Jones and Mego. Should the Patriots trade for Justin Fields? It's come down a little bit, though. 57% say no. 43% say yes. And so, to me, you're close to a 50-50 proposition there. Like, that's a, that's a lot of fans who are interested in trading for Justin Fields. The only scenario I do that under is if you don't love these quarterbacks. If you don't love Drake May, you shouldn't take him. If you don't love Jaden Daniels, you shouldn't take him. And you can draft Marvin Harrison... Or you can trade back and get more draft capital like Tommy Curran suggested last hour. If you missed any of that, Odyssey app, it's free, it's easy. Get it on your phone. We'll replay you some in the 5 o'clock hour. But like his idea to trade back and get extra draft capital, fine. do whatever you want. But you're going to need a quarterback, right? You're not. I'm not running it back with Mac. And so how are you getting your QB? You could get one late in the first by moving up from pick 34 or take him at pick 34, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix. You can get those guys there. You don't like any of those names? I'm just thinking about Bo Nix's senior bowl experience thus far. Maybe maybe it's a uh, a buying opportunity on Bo <laughs> Nix. I don't know. But if that's one of your guys, fine. You have to have an answer at quarterback. Your answer can't just be, I don't like the guys in the draft. I don't like Justin Fields. I can't run it back with Mac Jones. You can't poo-poo Kirk, everybody. Kirk Cousins is too. Well, I mean, you can, but then who the hell is playing quarterback? Who is the quarterback? And so, to me, if you're not in love with the quarterbacks at the top of the draft, Fields is a real option. And that's not my plan A. My plan B, plan A is Drake May if he's there. It's your plan B. And my plan B. It's, I, it was a bit of a Freudian slip. I like Drake May. I also like Jaden Daniels. But if they don't love them, or if for some reason the one of those two aren't there, 
then the option is a guy like Justin Fields, and I would pivot to that. Uh, what do you guys think? 617-779-7937. Uh, the other scenario, just to bring up quickly, because Bill Barnwell presented it, the Patriots could move from 3-1. to one. Maybe the Bears want to keep Fields, or maybe the Bears like Marvin Harrison, or they like these other quarterbacks, and they know they can drop down a few spots and get them. The Tatum idea, right, uh, for a lofty comparison. They love Drake May. They know they don't need to take him at one. They know he'll be there at three if they move down, so the Patriots could move up for Caleb Williams. Or, again, they're just talking themselves into keeping Justin Fields, which I don't think they'll do. Could the Patriots move up to the first pick? That's something I hadn't really considered. And I'll cut out most of what Bill Barnwell wrote, uh, past comparisons for trades to number one or moves up in the draft. You would have to give up the three this year to go up two spots to number one. Plus... Uh, uh, pick 34 this year, top of the second round. Your first rounder in 2025, your first rounder, uh, third rounder rather, in 2025. Would you do that to go get Caleb Williams if you love Caleb Williams? Well, I would have to love Caleb Williams. And for this iteration of this team, I don't. And I wouldn't make that move because as much as Caleb Williams might be franchise-changing quarterback, there are so many other needs that I don't think you can sacrifice. A second-round pick that is so close to the first round is practically the back end of the first round. And next year's first-round pick, regardless of where that ends up, you have a lot of stuff to backfill, and you can't do it all through free agency. You can't do it all through this draft. The rebuild is going to take a couple of drafts. And so I just wouldn't give up draft capital that that, that is that high when you have – Positions of need at tackle and wide receiver, these areas that are really expensive, and usually you got to build out through the draft in a lot of cases. So I would. I would move up to one. With You'd give up all that. If they love Caleb Williams, they should. You cannot. Okay, but do you love Caleb no, Williams? No, he's not my guy, but if that's their guy, if they look at him and they're like, he's a can't-miss can't miss quote unquote prospect. Well, you know? at least he won't need an offensive line because it is Caleb Williams. Right. And so to me, if they love him and they feel like he's the best quarterback in this draft and a, a potential number one franchise quarterback, you can't overpay. Like if you think he's the only quarterback in this draft that's going to get a second deal from the team as the starter. It's impossible to overpay for a franchise quarterback. Define that however you want. Second deal, pro bowler, Super Bowl champ. I don't know how you define franchise quarterback, but however you define it. If they think he's that guy, you cannot possibly overpay. I would, I would move up to number one and get him. I think I'm with Mego on this. Not this team. You just can't do it. Like the Houston Texans had a couple of things in place. They didn't have a lot, but they had a couple of things in place. They had Laramie Tunsil, who's an all-world tackle. They had Nico Collins, who wasn't didn't become anything. You've already until, lost Jones. until uh, you know what's <laughs> he his name hates got Tunsil. there. Well, whatever. Tunsil's a great player, so I think whatever. So too. Okay, I mean you, he was already there. No, you don't. There's not a tackle on this team that's right not now. What I'm rolling so, my eyes at. It's fine. like for all, for all the good players that they had, they sucked. They were a three-win team with yeah. Laramie Tunsil and Nico Collins. So what was the difference? But they had some players in place the at the very least, and the quarterback came okay. in and, and it, elevated them all. Is the it, Patriots don't have you. any of that. Okay, but is it possible a real quarterback elevates Pop Douglas or somebody like that that's already on the roster? I mean, I guess it's possible, Nico, sure. Nico Collins was nothing before C.J. Stroud got there. He was nothing. not nothing. He was probably better than Pop Douglas was this year. But either way, regardless, you know, there was some Pop things in place. There were some guys who were already there. And that's the point. I just This Patriots team is barren. There's nothing here to build off of. And you're throwing a quarterback to the Wolves, even if he's really good. That's what I think. He's flexing on me. That's what he's doing right <laughs> he's now. He's just showing off. He really is. Nico Collins. Somebody pull, pull up Pop Douglas' stats. I have no idea. Nico Collins, his first two years. 33, 446, 1. I know the 1's higher than Pop Douglas. 37, 481, 2. 
I think Douglas was better. I think Douglas had better numbers than Nico Douglas Collins. Douglas missed some time, too, though. Yeah. Douglas had uh, 49 catches, more, 561, more, zero touchdowns. Okay. More, more yards, more catches as a rookie than Collins had in either of his first two years. Is Collins awesome? Maybe. He needed a quarterback to unlock him? Maybe. But, like, he stunk before he got C.J. Stroud. So, like, Laramie Tunsil, maybe I'll give you. I don't really care. But maybe I'll give you that. They were a three-win team before C.J. Stroud got there. Did they have some stuff? I guess. I guess. But the difference was Stroud. And maybe if you want to get, I don't believe this, but maybe if you want to give it to D'Amico Ryans, D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick and that coaching staff. But I think it starts with the QB. If you could get your own C.J. Stroud, you can't possibly overpay. You can't possibly overpay. And so it'd be a future first, this year's second, and a third rounder in 2025. Because you're only, you're moving up two spots. The first round, it's not two first rounders. The first rounder this year, you're getting a better pick. That's how it would go down. But it's all, this is why it's hard for me to agree with you on this because it's all predetermined on you loving Caleb Williams yeah. and I just don't. Okay, if the Patriots do, they should. He, I, he's not my number one. I would take Drake May over Caleb Williams. 617-779-7937. We'll add that to should they trade for Justin Fields. Bill Belichick getting shut out in Washington. We should circle back to that. And also, any thoughts on Jonathan Kraft and Robert Kraft? Their letter. I like how I'm leading with Jonathan now. I'm, I'm, I, like he's running the show. I'm leading with him over Robert Kraft. Uh, their letter to season ticket holders, which if you're just tuning in, Uh, As we embark on this new era, we look forward to the most anticipated NFL draft of our tenure. Yay! Are they moving up? Maybe that's a sign they're moving up. The focus this offseason is to acquire talent and leadership necessary to rebuild a culture committed to winning because Bill Belichick ruined everything. Oh, I added that last part. (laughs) Uh, But I think that's what the the implication is there. Let's get to some phone calls. Danny's in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Danny. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I haven't heard too much talk about this. I, I don't, I'm not one to push the panic button. I always believe slow and steady wins the race. There's a lot of components that need to be addressed, and it's not going to be done in one year. So next year, let's face it, it's a rebuilding year. Is there a difference between winning three games and maybe eight games? I yes. don't understand why. Hang we on, have a hang quarter- on, hang on. Time out. Danny, stand by. Mego, is there a difference between winning three games and eight games? Yes, there's a huge difference. Arkan? Certainly there's a difference. Ryan? I'm, 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 I mean five games and eight games, okay? Let's just say that. Yes! Yes, okay. still, I'll take yes! it. We had it. Okay, okay. Let me just finish here. Then no! he, Mac Jones, yeah, no, yeah. Mac Jones had no support last year. No, he had no game plan. He had no line. He had nobody to throw to. He got thrown to the wolves. And you're going to take, you're talking about someone like Justin Fields coming in who has proved nothing yet. You had a number one quarterback. I, you know, when you're talking about last quarterback standing, do you believe in him or not? And, and, and the groups they're going, yeah, who Danny. should we take? You take, hold it. You take, you take, you take Harrison. Okay. And you, you pair him with Mac. I, at least the trend line, and I love that everybody's now flexing on Mego by pronouncing wolves. I do love that. All, everybody at 617 779 793. There are two words that you should one be working in. And the G word. Yes. What? You should be working in. I'm sorry, one more time. What? Thank you, Jen. Uh, wolf. Uh, I'm Mego. Being thrown to the wolves. Feel free to work that in. Also, Governor, uh, if you'd like to work that in. You know what the governor of Pennsylvania's name is? Tom mm. Wolf. He's also wow. He's also a no great way. author. Great Wait a author. Minute. Hang on. Wait a minute. There's what? a Governor Wolf. How did you? Did you just like randomly Google that? I just that? looked up Governor Wolf to see if there was a governor named Wolf, and there is. You're going to make me say it, aren't you? Governor Wolf. Governor Wolf. Governor Wolf. Governor Wolf. <laughs> You're making me sound so bad. Barbara Walters. Uh, so That's what, not what it sounds like. So like what, Cindy Brady. That, we should somehow make Mego interview him. <laughs> that would be amazing. Excuse me. Governor? Tell me Governor Wolf. By the way, I did find the full um, 
season ticket holder email. Oh, okay. Oh, you did. Well, hang on. Wait, just real quick. You're lucky because we would have done 10 more minutes on this. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I was going to say. The, I was trying to say I would have found other politicians named Wolf. The, the trend line on Fields has gone up and at, at worst is plateaued. He plateaued. Max trend line starts up here and nosedives through the floor. So, like, let's not pretend like Fields and Mac are the same thing. One guy was at least ascending and plateaued. The other guy has crashed. I, I would love the full season ticket uh, holder email. Okay, I put it in Slack. Do you want to read it? Sure, I haven't even seen it. Uh, okay, when our family acquired the Patriots, this is from Robert and Jonathan Kraft. Let me get the order right. I've I've uh, leapfrogged uh, Jonathan to the front of the line. When our family acquired the Patriots on January 21st, 1994, <laughs> we were hopeful. This is Governor Wolf. We were hopeful about what lay ahead for the team. Now, 30 years later, we have had the opportunity to reflect on all that we've celebrated together and all that has changed. One thing that has remained constant is our gratitude for the unwavering support of our season ticket members. This just uh, this just uh, had something jump into my head, Mego. Get get Tamazi's tweet. Uh, set that aside. Yes, I, yes, yes. I, I think, know what you're talking about. I think the Patriots are doing a little better with their season ticket holders than the Red Sox. I don't get it. <laughs> okay, it was, I've got it ready to go. It was a dream come true for our family when we were provided the opportunity to become the custodians of this franchise. From the start... We vowed to do everything we could to bring a championship to New England. Against many odds, and with much good fortune, we experienced the level of success that helped shape a new standard. The results of the past few seasons have not met that standard. Oof! No, they haven't? Ouch. Nor the expectations of our fans. After a disappointing 2023 season in which the team's record dipped to a 30-year low. Ouch! Significant changes were made to redirect the trajectory of our organization. Does he mention Bill's name? It doesn't look like it. Mm -mm. One change. Yeah, one change. Well, hopefully there's more with Mac, but I guess we'll see. Significant changes were made. You're right. That's hinting at another change. change was made. Well, maybe in their mind they've already made the Mac uh, change. Uh, ready? This year we selected our third head coach <laughs> named Gerard Mayo. That's weird. No, and named and yeah, named. Name I missed. Gerard. I missed the keyword. They haven't had two other coaches named Gerard. We Mayo. selected our third coach named Gerard Mayo. Sorry, and named. They've got a type. Well, why did he? It's it's still worded it's, oddly. Yeah, it's it is. We Thank selected you, our Arcan. third head coach and named Gerard Mayo the fifteenth head coach. Like just okay, like he's yeah. the third head coach and fifteenth in history. We're you know? excited about the potential Coach Mayo brings. He's exhibited unique leadership qualities since we drafted him in two thousand eight, which earned him team captain honors for seven straight years. Gerard's natural leadership abilities are among his many qualities that earned him an opportunity to return the Patriots as a member of a coaching staff in 2019. His blah blah blah. Where's the other? Where's the other line? Did he? Did he? Did the Reese line get cut out? I don't see it in here. Did that get made up? So I ripped this off of Mass. Oh, there's more. Sorry. Here we go. I'll add more in. You keep yeah. reading. Oh, you're going to add more in? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, his I'm roles and here. coaching responsibilities have expanded. Over each of the past five years. It's a hell of an operation. We got Sorry, here. there was an ad on MassLive.com. Got it. Okay. Uh, here we go. As we embark on our new era, we look forward to the most anticipated NFL draft of our tenure. We've read this a few times, but I'll do it again. With the third overall pick, we have the highest draft position since the Patriots drafted Drew Bledsoe with the number one overall selection. So we have Gerard Mayo's name and Drew Bledsoe's name. I don't see Bill Belichick's name anywhere. Uh, uh, the number one overall selection 31 years ago. The focus this offseason is to acquire the talent and leadership necessary to rebuild the culture committed to winning. We share the perspective of being fans first. I don't know about that. Let's circle back to that. 
as many of our family's greatest memories have been spent together at games in Foxborough, which is why we greatly appreciate the commitment and passion our season ticket members have maintained over the last 30 years. We're reminded daily how lucky we are to be stewards of the Patriots, thanks to fans like you. They're stewards and custodians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, with sincere appreciation Basically and gratitude. Yeah, yeah, with sincere appreciation and gratitude, Robert and Jonathan Kraft. Uh, so credit to Reese. He really broke out the only important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other digs at Bill Belichick in there. They don't name him by name, despite dropping some other names. And they hired their third head coach named Gerard Mayo. Um, <laughs> How effective do you think this letter is to well, season ticket holders who they're trying to get not to cancel their season ticket? Probably effective. You think? Do you think people are canceling left and right? It really highlights the draft. Probably more than recently, I would think. I see. I'm with Mego on this. Because they have the number three pick, I think fans are still intrigued. If they were drafting like 15. They're saying we haven't had a draft like this in 31 years. And we're going to spend. I just. When you're spending a lot of money on a team that wins four games, you start thinking, why why am I doing that? You know, like that's. That's what season ticket holders think, I okay. would imagine. So, like, I mean, you tell me. Do you think fans are – do you think this looks desperate on their part? Do you think they're, like, begging think, for people to come back? I don't think back? it looks desperate enough. <laughs> I think they should be begging a little bit more. I think this is just sort of like, you okay. know, we've been here a long time, but it, Gerard Mayo's coming in, and we have the highest pick we've had since Drew Bledsoe. Remember Drew Bledsoe? And it's like, yeah, I remember Drew Bledsoe, yeah, and maybe Gerard Mayo's going to be a good coach. But, like, I'm not – if I'm a season ticket holder, I'm not reading this and being like, yeah, we should definitely re-up with the with the team. Yeah, but I don't – but because they're not super desperate, I think that tells you that they're still okay with their, their season ticket holders and their fan base and their, their ticket base and everything. But I'm, I may be way wrong on that. I, I don't know that. I'm, that's just how I'm reading it. We share the perspective of being fans first. Like, to me, that's insulting. That's insulting. I get it. Used to sit on the bleachers in Foxborough. I get it. The old Schaefer Stadium. Got it. But a fan would be spending money on this team. A fan, a fan, a real fan. Well, they're telling you that they're okay, going to. But I'm not. But now I'm looking back. Okay. A real fan, a real fan who really cared about the team, would not be 32nd in spending over the last 10 years. No chance. Only no. if he thought that he was getting away with it and winning anyways. So winning twice. Okay. May- maybe if you want to go back to the the winning days. How about the last five years? How yeah, about that's the last. Where, that's where it goes off. The so, rails. like to me. Cut it with the fan stuff. You haven't been a fan for a long time. You're a billionaire. You're not You're not a regular Joe, and you're not acting like a regular Joe spending on your team. So that, that to me, if you want to really parse out words, would be a little insulting. Okay, this is kind of insulting. I mean, this is like a tough line right here. After a disappointing 2023 season in which the team's record dipped to a 30-year Low. Yeah, it's another dig Significant bill. changes were made to redirect the trajectory of our organization. Yeah. Holy crap. It hasn't been this bad in 30 years. Yeah. I uh, I like how they're kind of taking credit for drafting Drew Bledsoe, too. I, li- I do like that. <laughs> like, you guys didn't draft Drew. Uh, but anyway, uh, you can weigh in on all this. 617-779-7937. Uh, and have we tracked down Governor Wolf yet? I'm not sure if we've uh, lined up that interview. But we'll continue to work on that. Ryan's in Connecticut. Go ahead, Ryan. How you doing, guys? Excellent. So uh, I probably have the least interesting, but uh, we really are entering an area where Mac Jones, the Mac Jones reboot failed. I like how you said so that. So now we're in a, a brand new yeah. reboot. People are edge of their seats, yes. Which is probably three or four years away because we have a significant lack of talent. I think the only logical way to avoid that is to maybe make a trade with the Falcons at nine, uh, 
use your nine and thirty four for like a Sumatea Powers Johnson combo to start looking like those older school real real good lineman cowboys. Ryan, you're uh, right. This is the least interesting. Yeah, and right then and that. then acquire Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't trust me." That uh, was mean. Thank you for calling, Ryan. Outside of he said it. Outside of Joe Alt, start out words. with hot take. Yeah, outside of Joe Alt, I haven't even pretended to learn the other offensive lineman's name, and I don't even care about Joe Alt. I just want one name to just throw out there and be like, I don't care about this guy. So I don't want a bunch of offensive linemen. Maybe that's what they're doing. I don't want that. Snooze, snore. Don't need it. But the Kirk Cousins line. You guys don't want to pay him, right? This has come up periodically over the last week or so. You guys don't want to I pay him. I do not. Arkan? He's asking 45 a year, so no, I don't want to I don't want to put that much money towards a 36, 37-year-old quarterback. Okay. Does this letter read to you either. like Kirk Cousins is coming to town? I mean, they're spending, so maybe. No. This reads to me like they mentioned drafting Drew Bledsoe. Yep. They're drafting a quarterback. I mean, I hope they're drafting a quarterback, but Doesn't, I... Isn't that how you would interpret this letter? Oh, you, yeah. It's just like last time when you got Drew Bledsoe 31 years ago. Next quarterback up. Maybe. Drake May, next Drew Bledsoe, Jaden Daniels. Well, I wonder why Reese cut that line out. Reese cut maybe for space, but Reese did cut out the Drew Bledsoe part in his tweet. But maybe. Uh, when they're highlighting where... Uh, what was the other line in there? We're going to go get talent... Like, I more latch onto that than the NFL draft line, but the Bledsoe thing is interesting because he's one of only two people they mentioned by name, him and Gerard Mayo, our new coach named Gerard Mayo. They said the focus this offseason is to acquire the talent and leadership necessary to rebuild a culture committed to winning. Yeah, that sounds to me more like, I mean, the, the Mayo box should already be checked for leadership and getting Bill's bum ass out, according to them, uh, which I would co-sign on. It, that sounds more like free agency. I, I hope it's a quarterback. And maybe the Drew Bledsoe line I should put more more stock in, but they just said it's an anticipated draft. That, that, that could be Harrison. That could be a lot of things. It's weird to bring up Drew Bledsoe if it you're going to go get Joe Alt. It's a good point. But People are going to go, wait, well, I thought we were getting a quarterback tonight. It's a good point. So you think this is an indication they're definitely taking I a quarterback? Do. Good. Uh, that's good news to me. But if they're spending, Kirk Cousins, maybe. I, I like Kirk Cousins. And... I don't even know. Is $45 million a crazy number for quarterbacks these days? I'm not sure it is. No, not for really, really good ones. What did Daniel Jones get? Like, doesn't Daniel Jones get, like, high 30s? I like, think he did, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't, but, I, I mean, don't, I don't know Mahomes 40... got, like, 50, so so what, you're paying $5 million less than Patrick Mahomes? Those yeah, I know. guys are also, but like, Mahomes, seven years Mahomes younger. Mahomes is, like, drastically underpaid. Six years younger. Drastically. Like, uh, Herbert and uh, Lamar and all these other guys reset the quarterback market. Mahomes is, like, drastically Lamar underpaid. Lamar Jackson making 52. Yep. Jalen Hurts, 51. Yep. What's Burrow making? And so, I mean, if that's what those guys are getting, then I feel like 45 for Cousins is way too much. Okay, but if if Daniel Jones is getting 38, then you're splitting the difference. So that's a bad contract for Jones. I don't want a bad contract for Cousins. Well, what do you care? Because I want to spend that money in other places. Okay, but like you can... getting mad. But you can. Like, you can pay him $45 million. That doesn't mean it's his cap number, and you can play around with that. And okay, like, but didn't we all just assume and agree that if you want to get some of these wide receivers, you have to blow everybody else out of the water? Yeah, not if you're taking Harrison at three and getting Cousins, and then you only got to sign one other guy. Mm. And so, you know, to me, if you're signing Cousins, you're drafting Harrison, I would think. But Mego thinks they're drafting a quarterback. What do you guys think? 617-779-7937. I, I hope you're right, Mego. That's what I want. Dave's in the car. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, guys. Um, I... I feel like Caleb Williams is going to drop out of the top 10. Um, new reports just recently came out. I don't know if you guys talked about it or not. Um, we have not. He's not dropping out of the top 10, so I don't want to waste my time talking with about? Uh, Just quick, because I was thinking about this. <laughs> what, I just Googled Caleb Williams. I don't see anything. Uh, he's not dropping out of the top 10. I wouldn't take him at one, but I wouldn't let him Sports go past. talk ball sack. I wouldn't maybe. let him go past two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
we've been a little rude to our callers. What do you want? When it comes to uh, uh, Drew Bledsoe, if their next quarterback is Drew Bledsoe, is that good enough? Just because they brought him up. I'd be freaking thrilled. Would you? Yes. Arkan? Well, for this era, I don't want to, like, take the Drew Bledsoe from then, the statue, who throws off his back Yeah, no, but I mean, like, what did Bledsoe make? 45 yards. What did Bledsoe make? Like, four Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl? Yes. He didn't win it. Well, I mean, he did as a backup. Uh, but three with the Patriots, one Pro Bowl with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so he made four Pro Bowls in his career, and as a starting quarterback, he made one Super I'm Bowl. I'm taking that. I'm hoping for more, but I would probably take that. You have such high expectations. Why is that high expectations? Because You're- that's a really good quarterback that you have there by the accolades. Three Pro Bowls? Yeah, I don't know that that's that great. God, you guys are such spoiled brats. <laughs> I cannot. Why, why are we spoiled that? brats? You, you guys, oh, you only got three or four. A guy who Pro made Bowls? three or four Pro Bowls and didn't win squat. Is that oh enough? God. Well, I yeah, hope you get talking, more than I hope you do better. We're not talking about him ultimately like not winning. It's is he that he's that caliber build the team around that. Yeah, I don't know if that's enough. I don't understand how you, on the one hand, can be like, "Oh, Brock Purdy." Bledsoe threw a other, ton of interceptions like, too. Like he Purdy's was... already been to as many Super Bowls as Brady, uh, as Bledsoe rather. No, I'm talking about Pro Bowls, though. Say. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking about the individual award. Like, looking yeah, Brock at that Purdy's in year two. I bet he's going to make at least four Pro Bowls the way he's going. No? We'll see. How many, how many Pro Bowls has Cousins made? He might have made more Pro Bowls. Uh, 617. I would take a younger Cousins. I thought it was a big mistake when Washington moved off him. Cousins also made four. Okay, so like That's it's, pretty good. Yeah, it's like Bledsoe. What I do ho- you got? I hope they do better than Those that. Those are spoiled you didn't have to, babies. You didn't have to watch Bledsoe just robot throw interceptions to the other team. Bledsoe was great for like one year. Bledsoe would like lead the league in interceptions. Yeah, Bledsoe yeah. for like one year was like really fun. Like 94 was fun. By 96, I know they got to the Super Bowl, but like by 96, you're already like, man, these are some bad picks. We are never getting free wine from Bled- Bledsoe was fun for like one year. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll continue with your feedback coming up. And we have triple play next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples makes it safe, and you can warm yourself up at the 99 restaurant with our fork-tender boneless braised short ribs served in a red wine sauce with caramelized onions and mushrooms served over mashed potatoes and crowned with crispy onion rings. Mm. Here for a limited time. You gotta love the nines. Uh, Jones and Mego, it's I, th- like, I had to pause for a second. No, that I, sounded very good. No, I like when Arca- a hungry Arca- you know, it's it's we're pushing five o'clock. Yeah. You know, it's might it's be almost a, dinner time. It might be uh dinner time for the uh, the older uh uh edge of our audience. So oh, uh, yeah. baby Arcan is is feeling some onion. I like oh, a good baby. onion ring. Especially at the nines. I like a cr- I like how they say crowned with a crispy onion ring. Oh, baby. You know, like that's like it's a royal piece of meat. That's good. Anyway, it's Thursday. That makes it report card Thursday. So let's start handing out some grades. Number one. Mega, we'll start with you. Uh, let's maybe push to the side the fact that both LeBron James and Anthony Davis aren't playing I'm tonight. Not. Or don't. Whatever you want. Grade the current state of the Celtics-Lakers rivalry. I give it a D. Like, this is terrible. I... I <laughs> The okay, rivalry tonight has not, or the rivalry? The rivalry. The rivalry has not been good since when? Isn't it pretty good with LeBron on the other side? Not That's, really. When well, they when are they going head to head in a meaningful way I in mean, the finals? 
they're supposed well okay so that's been a while but yeah, like okay that, that's what the rivalry is built on okay but that's a lot different than like when we talk about the state of the red sox yankees rivalry those guys play that's all the different. time they're in the division no, but i know yeah. but that's what i'm saying so like how how much could they possibly face each other okay let me put it this the celtics way. and lakers if you're a diehard celtics fan did it like kill you that the that the Lakers won the bubble yes. championship. I Celt- did not like that. Celtics fans were pit. Oh, Thank you, Arkin. It's not a real championship. Celtics fans were pit. Yeah, I know. I didn't you're, like that the Lakers won the in season tournament. You're calling it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Celtics fans didn't okay, even like that. So Thank maybe you. maybe I'm underrating it. I feel like it's so dead. LeBron and AD aren't even playing okay, when they come to sucks. Boston. Like that I sucks. think that that's a good example of it. I would love to see it back, but I think they're too damn old. I liked LeBron irrelevant. throwing that temper tantrum when he didn't get fouled yeah. at the end of the game. Like I like that. Like the reason people are upset is because there's still a little juice to it. LeBron going to the Lakers added to the rivalry. So, like, it's not the best it's ever like, been. There hasn't been real hate for a decade. It's not bird. It yeah, I know, because they haven't played in the final. If they played in the final, okay, but if they played in the finals last year, it would be alive and well. And so, and people would hate LeBron again, like they hated LeBron going I through Cleveland in the Eastern the Conference Lakers. Finals. I like I, every year. They were just as they went just as far as the Celtics last year. But I don't think that they had the same expectations or realistic possibilities. No, they were in the playing tournament. They were both. Yeah, but they were both in the conference final last yeah. year. Yeah. I know, I still think you overrate them every year. Okay, fine. Maybe I do. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're back in the Western Conference Final this year. Like, that would shock me zero. This is what LeBron does. He tiptoes through the regular season and then turns it on in the playoffs. He did it last year. They beat the Warriors last year en route to the Western Conference Final. The so, Warriors weren't even trying. They, they were like, we're done. They were down 0-2 against they the Kings, they, and they tried. They said they wanted to play the Kings because okay. it was a easier commute. What's your grade for the rivalry? What's my grade? A D. Okay, I'm going with a B. It's not the best it's been. It's not Bird Magic. It's not Garnett and Kobe or, uh, you know, even Pau Gasol, who apparently Tatum loves and was talking about that to Ramona Shelburne today, uh, which would bother me if I was a Celtics fan, that Tatum looks at the rivalry through the prism of the Lakers' view, not the Celtics' view. I'd give it a B. LeBron being there is good. If LeBron weren't there, it would, I would agree, D. And he should be playing tonight. That's an F minus minus that LeBron and Davis are blowing off the game. But I think the rivalry is okay because LeBron's still in the middle of it. All right. I feel like you have a better rivalry with the Heat right now. Um, that could be. That's well, definitely. They just smoked them. The but other they're both. Night. But they, yeah, they just played in the playoffs, of course. Um, all right. Let's get to our second grade. Number two. There has been some news that broke since I wrote this, so let's make it a two grader here, Jones. We'll start with you. Grade the hire of Mike McDonald for the Seattle Seahawks, and let's throw in a grade for Dan Quinn to the Commanders as well. Uh, grade both of those moves. FF. They both stink. <laughs> those are horrible hires. Those are what? Why are you bringing in defensive coaches? Number one, and why are you bringing Washington? Why are you bringing in a retread defensive head coach? Like at least McDonald, it's his first time. Those hires stink. F and F. I'm so upset by this. I don't even I can't even care to grade the Seattle the Seattle hire because I had to focus on the commander's hire. It's so disappointing for how much they propped up the entire process. Oh, we're bringing in the expert from the Warriors. We're bringing in Adam Peters from San Francisco and now we're going with freaking Dan Quinn, who's part of one of the biggest absolute blown opportunities in this postseason. Like it sucks. It sucks for me. It sucks for me. I give it an F. It's an F. I agree with that. I like the McDonald's hire, uh, hiring just Why? because Baltimore's defense was so nasty it reminds this year. Me of burgers. Like, they were really, really good this year. Uh, and he's young, and I don't know. I mean, Seattle needed help on defense, but I didn't love it any more than, you know, newsworthy. It's not very good. So, uh, okay, let's get to our third grade. Number three. On this date, 35 years ago in 1989, the Nintendo Entertainment System released Tecmo Bowl in the United States. Jones and Mego, and Mego, we'll start with you. What sports video games, if any, would you give an A-plus grade to? There's one. 
and you're not going to like it. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh. I love Tony Hawk Tony Pro Hawk, Skater. Tony Hawk is a good game. Pro That's one of the skater. best games ever. Okay, it's a good game. It's not a sport, I think is what Mego's saying. Oh. It's not a sport. Well, people yeah, are going to sure get... It it's an extreme sport. Yeah. From the X Games. Right. You need to add a qualifier onto the front of it. Pete, not a sport. I knew you wouldn't like it. So I wasn't no, talking no. about you. Arthur. No, no. The game it's is the game spectacular. Game. It's a sports game. Mm. I think it's a Tony Hawk game. Pro Skater is a sports game, and it is probably one of the greatest video games ever created. Great game. Also, just like great soundtracks, always. Uh, I'll throw in all the Tony Hawk Pro Skaters. You part of being able to just sit there and zone out and play in the like airplane hangar mode for or that level for like 40 minutes was just banger after banger after banger of songs mm. awesome time it's true awesome time for 12 year old mega okay again uh, great game not a sport skateboarding's a sport that's what you're telling me arkin yeah for purposes of this conversation no, sure thank you it's not R- ryan's shaking his head it's not there's X Games, aren't there? Like, what was yeah. the what was the? Uh... So is Tony Hawk not an athlete? No, definitely not. So yeah. what is? No, he's not. Is Tony Hawk's an athlete? A sport? No. Oh my god. <laughs> they do it in the Olympics. So what? I'm beginning to so understand why you don't no, go back not. to Vermont because they won't let you in. <laughs> Everything in the Olympics is a sport. No, it's not. Yes. No, it's most, not. When those horses shooting a, around, shooting a gun is a sport. Yeah, right. Exactly. Those aren't sports. What are you okay, talking about? It is a sport when you, ha- when you have to do cross country skiing to go shoot. That's one of the coolest things. That's not a sport. What's your video game, Joe? I like FIFA. F- the FIFA games are great, and I haven't played them in forever. Maybe Lame. they've fallen off. The FIFA games are spectacular, Lame. and they are at least Tony an, Hawk an actual than FIFA. sport. Well, Tony Hawk might be a better game. It's not a sports game. Uh, there, there were a few Maddens that I liked. Uh, I also loved, and this is going back on Sega. I loved RBI '94. I loved the RBI games, and so those that. those I liked quite a bit. Did you ever play the Wave Runner game on yeah, the well, original? So I like Wave Runner. I was literally just going to ask that. Is that yeah. a sport? Wave running? Yeah. Probably. There's no, probably like a, race, a It's a racing game. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's different it's, from a sports it's, game. Nobody, it's like tricks and stuff. It's exactly the same as Tony no, Hawk. No, I was no, actually going to bring Wave that game Runner, up. Wave Runner was a racing what game. What was the one where you would like jump? There was another one. Is on... Mario Kart a sports game? No. <laughs> oh, Mario so you don't Kart. think NASCAR is a sport? No, I don't. <laughs> Any other sports? Ryan's, uh, Ryan's our video shows. game expert. Ryan, what, what would you give an A plus to? Oh yeah, Ooh. I thought we were going to ask him. Sk- he already shook his head at skateboarding. But yeah, what is what is? <laughs> no, the, I, I love the, the Tony Hawk games are great, but I don't consider skateboarding not a sport. to be a sport. Yeah. Um, if we're sticking sort of in that like retro area, because like you know I like the new MLB games that come out. Um, I I always have a fondness for the backyard baseball games. Ooh, backyard those baseball. Were, mm. what were, were those only on computer? Yeah. Right. Those weren't like you couldn't. That's like you know that is seven ninety eight. Pablo Sanchez. That was yes. the name, yeah. right? Yeah. But I had a Jurassic Park computer game. Where you had to like walk around, it was kind of like a sounds lame. <laughs> I agree. You'd like turn a corner and there'd be a T Rex there, and you'd have to be like escape bar, escape bar, yeah. enter. Oh, you were running away from a dinosaur. That was a sport. <laughs> the backyard baseball got really weird with it and started getting the rights to like MLB teams. So I'm like, yeah. I gotta have Nomar on my team. I, I gotta think... Barry Bonds on my team, but I always had to have Pablo Sanchez as my pitcher. I played the baseball one, but I feel like the so- I played a lot of the soccer one too. Soccer the back- was the ba- good. Backyard soccer was good. I can't believe no one said NBA Jam. Mine's NBA Jam and Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Those are my two. Those are both sports. Those are yeah. sports. Mm-hmm. Those are sports. Okay. Uh, there you go. That's triple Tony, play. Tony Hawk Justin. No, not, not a bunch of burnouts riding around on a skateboard. Tecmo Bowl's on there, too. Uh, six. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.